following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. Another huge week of football. We'll get to the Lions in Tampa on Sunday, 425 p.m. kick against the 3-1 Buccaneers. Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit, will join us. Also, Mike Kimber, Micro Mike from YouTube and Lions Nation Unite. We'll hear from Michael inside this hour. Tim Wheeler will join us in studio for our weekly True and Blue segment. Tim heads up the communications for the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police, and they have a very special event connecting children to law enforcement coming up, and Tim will fill us in. Mark Ewell, I think we may have to reschedule. He was in a meeting. Is he good at 520? All right, so Mark will join us at 520. Because I want to get his feedback on a couple things connected to high school leagues, uh, the way the leagues are drawn up. I know the OK Conference, which is Ottawa-Kent County here on the west side, and I told you about an hour ago that they have seven schools that are close to finalizing, leaving and forming their own league. It won't affect anything come playoff time. They'll still be ranked in whatever division and school size you are. That's why I I look at the conference championships and are they as important as making the playoffs? It's like the NFC North title for the Lions. That banner, eh, you'd rather win a playoff game. But the one thing that I do support, and I don't support dismantling the OK Conference, and I don't think this is the Pac-12 imploding. Somebody said, it's like college football. My God, everybody's got to run and get a deal. No, I think it's simple. I think the OK Conference and the Ottawa-Kent-West Michigan corridor restructure your conferences to be more geographical for neighborhood rivalries, crosstown rivalries, less travel. I mean, you don't need these hour bus rides when the kids are coming back after a two-hour soccer game, and you can't move up the game times because then parents can't get off of work. No. I, I think this is about restructuring to make it more regional and local for the conferences. That's all. We all grew up that way, right? The old school City League here. I, those of you listening across the state, and this is more for the uh, the metro area listeners uh, who are tuning in right now on the Michigan Sports Network, because you get to some places in Michigan where you got to travel a long way just to have a conference, and you need games. But I think what happened here with this new River City Alliance conference, that when a lot of schools saw that they were going to be with Grand Rapids Catholic Central and Grand Rapids West Catholic, they said, putting on the brakes. We're going to form our own conference because of competition that you know 
it's going to be next to impossible for you to win that conference in football. Other sports, you'll be fine. You know, it's kind of like where my kids go to Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. They have a few select sports that have great coaches, great culture, and great commitment, and they're successful. Won the state championship in D2 baseball a couple of years ago with Ian Hearn. Got to the Final Four this past year. Track with Coach Mack, I think top five in D2 last year in the state. Lacrosse, solid. Hockey, solid. Girls and boys on uh, lacrosse. You know, so it's not just about football, but, you know, and really it's some of the, you know, the golf teams having to go travel that far, getting back on a school night at 9 30, 10 o'clock. No, make it. It's easy to, I don't care about school size. The school size will be defined come playoff time. Try and do it geographically speaking and make it as fair as you can with schools within three, four hundred of each other. That's all. I think it's a simple process. And hopefully the OK Conference will get the message with this seven schools defecting and forming their own that people want this. Now, some are saying, well, maybe all the private schools should form their own league. That would be one heck of a league in the Grand Rapids metro area if you did Holland Christian, Hudsonville Unity Christian, Grand Rapids Catholic, Grand Rapids West Catholic. Grand Rapids Christian, right? If you went along those lines, but would you have enough to form a conference? And schools like Grand Rapids Catholic Central and football, Todd Colster and his staff have done a wonderful job. They have a tough time getting local games. They've had to schedule teams from Chicago and Illinois and Detroit because no one locally will play them. That is part of this. When you look at this new alliance that they wanted to get the hell away from Grand Rapids West Catholic and Grand Rapids Catholic Central football, plain and simple. And that's not an indictment on either one of those programs, and I know both coaching staffs, and I know a lot of parents and players and former players, and they do it the right way. And when someone does it the right way, envy and being petty isn't the right way to go. But I see what these schools are doing. Most of it is travel-friendly, right? Right? But they just want more uh, where a conference title with some, you know, Sparta Coopersville playing in football, right? Greenville Lowell, old school Tri-River. That, that's what they're looking at. And I say do that with all your conferences. Blow up your original design for next year and make it as local with schools as possible. Like in Forest Hills, there's no reason why Forest Hills Eastern shouldn't play Forest Hill Central and Northern in football every year. I know one school's, well, both schools are bigger, but why not? Basketball, all the sports should happen. So I I think this will be a move here that if it already isn't happening, where they're going to redraw, redesign the conferences. If they don't, then you're going to get another group that will splinter off here uh, before the end of the school year. And you could have, and then you're going to get schools left holding the bag that won't have a conference, that might have to travel hours to be a part of a conference. So do the right thing, make it local, make it geographical. Is this Mike Kimber? Micro Mike, Lions Insider, he knows everything, YouTube, Lions Nation, Unite, he's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee. Guest line, how you doing, my man? 
I am doing great, ready for the game on Sunday. Yeah, three and one Tampa, another road game, and I'm just thinking if the Lions by you know midnight, give or take, are back on that team charter heading from Tampa back to Detroit Metro, and they had won games this year at Kansas City, at Green Bay, at Tampa. You know, you're not going to start doing the math, but I think the Lions currently are in a race that can they somehow get home field advantage away from the Niners or Eagles. And I will say the Niners look like a team that may run the table and not lose a game this year. It's very possible that the 49ers could run the table. They are a very good team all the way from offense, defense, and special teams. The Detroit Lions, though, you're right. I think they have an opportunity here. Uh, you look at their schedule, the next four weeks may be the toughest, and I don't even think it's that tough. you got to play Bears twice, the Minnesota Vikings twice, Denver Broncos. They have a legit shot to get a high seed in the playoff race. All right, so I was looking at the pro football focus rankings for the Lions, and it is stunning to see through five games how well most on that entire offensive unit are playing. It's amazing. It is amazing, and Jared Goff right now is rated number one quarterback, and that's amazing considering the fact when we traded for this guy, a lot of people thought he was just a throwaway, but him and Ben Johnson has been dialed in, and it absolutely helps when you have such a stud offensive line and the ability to run the football. So it just opens everything up, and the efficiency from every single player in their job and their duty is just on par right now and just exceptional. Mike, uh, when you look at this team and you look where they're at right now, is there any concern, any mild flag you have about the Lions starting Sunday in Tampa that uh, could hurt them to some level? The only thing I possibly could think of is just continued injuries. You know, we've seen some injuries happen already, but, you know, if you start to get injured, say Jared Goff gets injured, or if St. Brown's unable to go, in which he did come back to practice today, that would be a concern. But in all honesty, the Lions are really good with depth. They're filling in when somebody's injured, and it's like the offense or defense just continues to hum regardless who is in the lineup. All right, and and speaking of who's in the lineup, uh, one thing that has really been a bright spot for the Lions this year that I talked about starting Monday at 3, the depth all summer. I just loved how much depth they had at every position, especially when they got Teddy Bridgewater to back up golf, and it's coming to play every week so far. 100%, and that's how you become a good team because injuries do happen. It's a long season. you got to have guys who can back up guys. A lot of people are worried. Okay, St. Brown's not playing against the Panthers. How is the offense going to do? Well, we scored 42 points. And when you have this type of depth where uh, one person goes out, another one comes in, and the the offense and defense continues, that's how you win games. And that's how you continue to be a good team. All the good teams have great depth. And it's a a testament to Brad Holmes, the ability to draft players in the mid to late rounds and find free agent pickups that don't cost a lot of money to help this team out for the long haul. Micah, the matchup with Tampa Bay on Sunday, 425, the feature game on Fox Lions and the Bucks. What do you think are three things that need to happen for the Lions and the Lions Nation to be happy with a W? Well, first off, the Detroit Lions offensive line has got to hold strong. They got a really good defensive line over there with Vita Vea. 
three and a half sacks for that team. Their defense is top 10. So if you can hold the offensive line, keep Jared Goff upright and run the football, they should have a very good chance winning that game. And defensively, Get turnovers. Right now, the Detroit Lions this last week just got three turnovers. We're plus one for the season. Continue to do that. If Baker Mayfield can throw some picks, that's going to help out and be clean. Right now, the Buccaneers are plus seven in the turnover differential. That's third best in the NFL. Let's go ahead and not fumble or throw picks. The Lions should get a win because they are the better team on paper. Speaking of the better team, if we were doing the five-game MVP balloting for the Lions right now, who would be the most valuable Lion five games in? Oh, I'm going to have to go with Jared Goff. He has been really good. Now, he did throw three picks so far this season, but let's be clear, he has taken full in command of this offense. He is throwing dimes to Josh Reynolds. He is taking charge of all the players to put them in their assignments. He just looks like he is very comfortable with Ben Johnson. And I think with his ability to bring his game up this year, that's why the Lions are having a ton of success. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Jared Goff. And I think, speaking of golf, that uh, they're going to they're going to give him that extension and that new deal sooner than later. I really believe that's coming maybe bye week because that'd be a good bye week story, right? Yeah, that'd be a perfect bye week story, and and you're right. I think they do have to extend him. He's overperformed. He's taken on the mantle of Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes. And right now, if we're looking like it's, we're going to win the NFC North for the first time since the 90s, you cannot let a quarterback go that's doing this with this Lions team. So, yeah, I think that's the perfect time to extend him on the bye week, and that'd give a lot of fans something to read about and enjoy while we're watching other football games. I'll tell you what, golf leading the Lions to an NFC North title for the first time since the 90s, that's close to a stat you right next to Joe Lewis in downtown Detroit. Hey, Barry Sanders, watch out. If Jared Goff does it, that could be the next one up there. You're 100% correct. I mean, Matthew Stafford could not even do that. Now he's dealing with a lot of Aaron Rodgers, but at the same time, Jared Goff is doing something that majority of Lions fans have not seen in a very long time. You're going to have to talk to older Lions fans back when Barry Sanders and Herman Moore were playing because right now this is something new for the younger fans. If Goff wins two playoff games, two, two playoff games this year, I'm telling you, they're hiring a sculptor. It's going to happen. If he can just win two playoff games, let alone take this team to the Super Bowl, and my main theme continues. If the Lions have any shot at winning the NFC, they have to have home field advantage. And even then, I believe beating the Niners would be tough. Uh, before I let you go, there's some rumbling out of Detroit. And again, I, you know, sports radio fodder, I do it for a living that, hey, JMO, they should trade him right now and see if they can get uh, defensive help. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, the Lions have arguably the second fastest guy at wide out. He's going to stretch the field when he gets lathered up and he gets some consistency. I think he's going to open up this offense even more than we're seeing. Uh, your thoughts on the importance of JMO short term, long term, and would a trade be a smart move? 
trade would not be a smart move right now. First off, sometimes it takes individuals a little bit time to learn their job. Remember, Derek Barnes, everybody was talking about this guy's a bust, and now this is year three, and he's absolutely dominating for a linebacker. Jamison Williams has not played that much football as of yet. He's starting to get his foot wet right now, and having that big speed, specifically when you're in the playoffs, it opens the offense up because the defense got to account for his speed. So that is a player we must have on this offense. Even if he's not getting the football, his presence on the field is felt. His presence is felt every time he appears on the Huge Show. He is known as Mike Rowe, Mike, Mike Kimber. Look for him on YouTube. Also, Lions Nation Unite. I love his opinions and his commentary. My man, uh, we'll talk next week. Look back at the trip to Tampa. All right. You have a good one. Go Lions. Yeah. He didn't say one pride. Oh, my God. He says one pride all the time. He said, go Lions before the Seattle game. I don't need, the curses are gone. Can you get him back on right now and just say one pride? Get him back on. Please call him. Yeah, I'm serious right now. I've hung on to some Lions superstitions. Every time he says one pride, I end the conversation with that means a win. Just have him. We got to do that again, Brett. We do. I I don't, you got to, can't break, I, I'm wearing the same underwear every Sunday. They just hang on the back of the door. I don't even wash them. I eat a lot of roughage the night before. Now, so we got to get Mike. We just got to have him do the one pride thing. Because we, hey, Mike, I don't mean to interrupt you again, but every week you've been on before the Lions' next game, the only week you said go Lions was before Seattle. Every other week where they've won, you've said one pride, okay? So I got to say one pride right now no, and no. not go Lions. No, no, you got to do so What I'm going to do is say, hey, Mike, thanks for coming on the huge show, and you go one pride, you know, like how, how you've ended it, because otherwise I'm feeling a curse, okay? Uh, absolutely. Let's okay, I just say, you no, know, trust me, I'm, I'm psychotic and just deal with it. Okay, here we go. Uh, hey, uh, Mike Kimber, Lions Nation Unite, Micro Mike on YouTube, man. Thanks for coming by, Mike. Awesome. One pride. There you go. They haven't lost when he says that. He said, go Lions before Seattle. I know the curse of Bobby Lane was exercised by, who was it? Was it Peyton Manning and who was that? Oh, Jeff Daniels, the actor, who I love, great actor, huge Detroit fan. Don't, hey, and by the way, Superfly, don't get an attitude yelling through the glass at me. Eric Schwab and Nick Lipinski from the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford and the Alpine Golf Club just sent me the photos of the trophies for each club for the huge rivalry cup. Michigan versus Michigan State fans on Monday. They look outstanding. I'll share them at Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. How many teams we still need? Is it three Michigan State teams? So the last six spots, right? Is that it? Three spots with two-person teams. Three times two is what? Six people. I said spots. I got it. I got it. I feel better we got Micro Mike back on. All right, so we have three two-person Michigan State teams left. If you're a green and white fan and you want to take part, 
in the huge rivalry cup, Michigan versus Michigan State fans, three nine-hole matches, scramble, best ball, alternate shot. You need to let Superfly know your twosome at 1-866-838-4843. This is the last chance to sign up. Three Michigan State twosomes. Or you can drop them at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You'll see the pinned post and also uh, the pinned tweet. And Monday, 8 a.m. at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford, 12 noon, shotgun at the Alpine Golf Club that Nick Lipinski and his family just bought. He also rebuilt and brought it back to life. The Arrowhead Golf Club in Cairo, if you're in the thumb, listening on 100.9 FM or Sports Extra 1330. And he put millions into the North Kent Golf Club. It looks fabulous now. And we'll do the same thing with the Alpine Golf Club on the northwest side of GR. Thanks to everybody. That means when we get six more people, 144 golfers. That'll be pretty cool. And I'll be broadcasting statewide live Monday 3 until 6 from the Alpine Golf Club in Comstock Park on the northwest side of GR. Thanks to the Grand Rapids Gold for providing some prizes and also our friends from the Grand Rapids Griffins. On the way, Jim Comperoni will join us. Michigan State back on the football field at Rutgers. What's the latest in terms of the replacement for Mel Tucker and what's going on in East Lansing? Comp will join us next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. And they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs. And maybe some mischief. Oh the boys are back in town. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now. Office and e-ticks.com. Oh Sexy costumes. Hot dance moves. Your sensational night of fun returns. Hunks, the show. November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Oh my. 
Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Mark Ewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, will join us in about 50 minutes. I'll get his thoughts about how he feels that conferences should not align based on school size, but have as many local games as possible. Somebody just told me that Plainwell and Otsego have to go to Edwardsburg and Niles down by the border, but Gull Lake and Allegan are close by. You want to increase attendance, which means more money for schools? Play games that are closer to you as much as you can. And this all started with the OK Conference losing seven teams, it looks like, to their own league, where I think part of it was travel, but Allendale to Lowell exactly isn't a short ride. I think it's more about competition that these conferences want to be in conferences similar to their talent level. Can I say that? So we'll talk to Mark Ewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, coming up around 520. Let's go get an update on Tom Izzo, Michigan State basketball, Big Ten media days uh how is the surge going for a replacement uh, for mel tucker and also what about the transfer portal when it comes uh, to spartan football players 30 days eligible and the same thing on red shirts comp how you doing hey great to be with you bill thank you all right uh, before we get to the football side of things uh michigan state i saw the annual media poll pick number two uh behind purdue no surprise there tom Izzo seems very comfortable with this team I think you're right. And the Big Ten race is going to be interesting this year. You know, Purdue has five starters back. Of course, with the ED, and they've got a, a sophomore big man coming around they're pretty excited about. And Purdue's going to be hard to beat. Purdue does not travel to the Breslin Center this year. Purdue and Michigan State meet only once in the regular season. That's at Purdue late in the year. I think both teams are going to be really good. Top ten caliber teams all year. Some, some have them in the top five. You know how Michigan State is. Oh, They'll trip up, they'll lose some games, they'll sink out of the top five, and they'll try to regather as the season goes along. Um, but Izzo, I mean, he's comfortable. He's really excited about the maturity of his team collectively and individually. They've got some grown men on this Michigan State team, and that's going to serve them well as the season goes along. But Purdue, Michigan State at the top, that makes sense. Illinois has good talent, little questions at point guard. You know, Ty Rogers looks like he's going to run the point at six five and a half. Not a natural point. Illinois had trouble shooting from the perimeter last year. They need to figure that out. Maryland has some talent. Those are the four right now going into the Big Ten for basketball that uh, look like the top 20 type of teams. 
Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com. You can follow everything Izzo and Michigan State basketball along with the search for a replacement for Mel Tucker. So before we get to the search, uh, what's the latest on the transfer portal? A lot of rumors out there. Uh, what's real and what's fake news? You know, I was expecting a few more players to go into the transfer portal. They've lost their long snapper, Hank Pepper, and also uh, fourth-string running back Jordan Simmons, who had moved up to second string due to some injuries. Um, you know, both of those guys are juniors, true juniors that never redshirted. So if you've only played four games so far this year, once you play a fifth game, you cannot redshirt this year. So after four games, both of those players said uh, they're going into the portal, which means that they will retain junior eligibility elsewhere next year. So the system is you don't have to sit out to transfer, as everybody knows. So that's created a, kind of a new thing in college football for some programs, some players, players that go into the portal uh, before they play their fifth game. I was maybe expecting a few more. I had my eye on Charles Brantley a little bit, but looks like he's playing this weekend, which would be game five for him. But it's not yet been uh, an avalanche of players. And we'll see what happens this weekend at Rutgers. And, uh, you know, so far I, I thought they played with a lot of heart at Iowa. Can they keep doing that? They need to keep – they need to – get a victory at some point in order to stay collected like that. So far, that part of it has been somewhat impressive, but a, a win has to come along with it, and that has to come via not turning the football over. And we'll talk about the game uh, in a moment, but the the coaching search. What What is – is there a not formal process, but an organized uh, action going on right now inside the Michigan State University Athletic Department? Yeah, they've reached out to Michigan State's reached out to candidates. They've utilized a search firm to do some of their legwork. Uh, you know, they've got an initial list they're working with. That list could change as the season goes along. As you know, a coach's resume is based largely on his most recent season. And this coach watch began two games into this season, so a lot of the initial candidates were based on what they did last year. So now those coaches that were pretty uh um, borderline impressive last year or some that were impressive last year, what are they doing this year? So that's all being watched. You know, there have been agents that have been contacted, but, you know, you're in the middle of the season right now. It's not like you're going to get a, a coach to leave a program to come to Michigan State right now. So it's, um, it's my understanding. I've, I've talked to some sources and, you know, things are moving along. It's only so much you can do right now. So the timeline from what I hear, the Monday after Thanksgiving, they hope to have a coach named at that point. That would be three days after the Penn State game, which ends the regular season. That was, that's the same day a year ago that Wisconsin was able to get Luke Fickle to move away from Cincinnati. And that's the way it is right now. You, you, you get a coach when they've finished a regular season, and they've got three and a half weeks to put a recruiting class together because – Signing day is middle of December now. You know, in previous years it was February, so that has expedited the timeline for everybody. Jim Combroni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Before I let you go, what about the matchup with Rutgers? Again, it's uh, is it a winnable game like Iowa was and they just couldn't hold on? Your thoughts on the football field, what Michigan State will look like back in action after the bye week against the Scarlet Knights? I think it's similar. You know, Rutgers has a pretty good defense, questions at quarterback. Rutgers is believing right now. They feel like they have a chance to win six or seven games, go to a bowl game, so their spirits are really high. 
I think Michigan State has played pretty good football in a lot of ways the last two weeks at the line of scrimmage, stopping the run at Iowa, establishing the run at Iowa. Two things that are not easy to do. Can they do that week after week and improve at the quarterback position? Will they start Kate Hauser at quarterback? If so, he has talent. Maybe he'll be better in the pocket. Maybe he'll be less antsy, maybe less prone to turn it over. But in other ways, you start a new quarterback, you're back to square one in some ways as well. So Michigan State is good enough to win that game, but not good enough to keep having problems in the punt coverage team and turnovers. Comp, always good to hear your voice. Enjoy that Rutgers game. We'll talk soon. Sounds great, Bill. Thanks a lot. All right, Jim Comperoni checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Roast Umber is a craft coffee. They bring their beans up from Central America, roasted in Grand Rapids, served up via home delivery or your business. Go to RoastUmber.com, and you can find Roast Umber Coffee uh, at local retailers throughout Michigan. And they do have the can Nitro Cold Brew, the ultimate wake-up drink any time of the day. No additives, no sugar. Uh, you also can order that for your home or business at RoastUmber.com and also in local stores across Michigan. We're about 30 minutes away from Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit. More on the Lions at Tampa on Sunday afternoon. I think the Lions Nation is going to take over that stadium. I, I personally know about 25 people who are going to the game. Why not? 80 degrees? Starting to get a little cold. Been raining, seems, every day for a week, if not longer. Why not go down out of sunny Tampa? Reisman from Pride of Detroit will join us. Tim Wheeler, uh, who heads up communications and marketing for the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. They have a pretty cool event connecting law enforcement to schools, teachers, kids, and families. Tim will join us in studio for a live uh, true and Blue coming up at the end of our broadcast. You want to voice your huge opinions, you can do it anytime on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. It is time once again to go inside the leadership locker room with Greg Harris, uh, who joins us here on the huge show across Michigan. And everybody has a game plan in sports, right? You're breaking down the team before you play. Manager is sitting on the bench or the coach in a baseball game, and they all have a plan on how to maximize their efforts. And that comes into play, especially in sales. In sales, yeah. Bill, it's great to be on your show. Thanks for uh, uh, getting me on and your amazing audience but uh, one of my keynotes i really enjoy is very popular is called more at bats and better pitches sales organizations are looking for more opportunities sales opportunities for their salespeople. and my keynote really lays down a lot of rules a lot of opportunities on how to get more at bats and better pitches because we have limited time a salesperson has 24 hours to prospect so I think the more at-bats, better pitches, one of our challenges is being a commodity. They put you in that bucket. You don't want to be compared to someone else. You want to stand out and be differentiating. So I give them play-by-play on how to do that. Yeah, play-by-play and more pitches, right? Everything comes into play inside the leadership locker room. If you're interested in Greg uh, helping your business, MaximizeLeadership.com. He'll stop out talk to your business, MaximizeLeadership.com. And also Sage Advice is his book, uh, you can find at MaximizeLeadership.com and also wherever uh, you download books. 
Bank Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for my good friends at Urban U. They are Michigan's number one med spa. They provide services to men and women in the greater Grand Rapids and Detroit metro areas. Also, their laser services are very important and essential for men and women as you age and no matter what you're doing during the summer, whether it's sports, whether it's just hanging out on the dock or on the beach. Laser can knock out signs of aging. Laser improves sun damage, wrinkles, and skin texture with little to no downtime. And also during the month of October, you can save $250 on laser by booking with Urban U. Go to theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. I just let Nick Lipinski and Eric Schwab from the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford know. And Nick also owns Arrowhead and Caro. And they just bought the Alpine Golf Club on the northwest side of GR Comstock Park. That our field of 144 golfers is now full. Thanks to everybody. We did this in less than a week. I really appreciate it. Everybody showing up. Two different golf courses Monday, 8 a.m. at North Kent in Rockford, noon at the Alpine Golf Club. And we're going to have the Michigan Michigan State Rivalry Cup. I shared the photos of the trophies uh, that Nick Lipinski had done, especially for this event. They, it looks like the Wanamaker Trophy. Lunch will be provided, three nine hole matches, Michigan versus Michigan State fans to kick off Rivalry Week. On the huge show across Michigan with our friends from the Michigan Sports Network. And I'll be live Monday, 3 o'clock at the Alpine Golf Club in Comstock Park here on the west side of the state. All right, we talked to Jim Comperoni earlier about basketball media days for the Big Ten. Uh, yesterday, Michigan basketball, uh, I saw in the early preseason poll picked to finish 11th. In the Big Ten, Anthony Broom, one of the Wolverine insiders from the Wolverine.com, is standing by. So is that motivation or is that just reality, Anthony? Probably a bit of both, depending on who you talk to. Um, you know, given that last year's team had a pair of of NBA first-round picks and an All-American center on it, and they struggled to even get to 18 and 16 by the time the year was over, Um you know, they didn't, at least we haven't seen them, uh, you know, replace that talent or backfill that talent. And you can, you know, guys like Doug McDaniel and Terrace Reed and some of the transfers that they brought in, you know, you can certainly, you can't say there's no talent there, but a lot of unknowns with this team. And, uh, yeah, I, I can't say 
you know, if you're someone who is who is voting them in the lower, you know, third or fourth of this conference, can't can't really blame you for it. Uh, but also, the guys in that room, I know it's kind of a fresh opportunity, a new chance for guys to set their own culture, maybe some fresh blood, you know, kind of acts as, as a way to reboot this thing. But uh, yeah, in the here and now, I think that this team will have to sneak up on people because uh, there's not a lot of hype around them and they're going to have to go out and earn everything they get. Off a disappointing, underachieving year last year, and I know Coach Howard is still recovering from uh, the heart procedure, but uh, when you look at a season that if they are 10th or 11th, if they are sub-500, if they do miss uh, the tournament, you know, you start looking at the Big Ten and also the addition of the new teams coming in. That's a big hole to dig out of. Yeah, it really is. And again, it's it, it stinks. They won't have Juwan Howard there because I know, I know that you know. If there's one thing I can say for certain with Juwan Howard is that that guy's going to fight like crazy and 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 do what he can to squeeze every drop he can out of this group because there is a desperation there. Um, the guys that are still there from last year are disappointed with how things went, and you know you want to kind of be there with your guys to set. Uh, just set a foundation for what you're going to be, but you know he's got capable assistants. They're in very good hands with Phil Martelli, Scotty Washington, Howard Isley. Uh, those guys will do uh, will do a bang up job in, in kind of filling that void on the bench. But yeah, it's um, just uh, first and foremost. I mean, you, you pray for good health, and you know, obviously, timing being what it was. I mean, it, it sounds like it was fortunate that Joan got got his situation sorted out, but. Um, it's going to be a little, a little weird to start the year, and we'll see when he comes back. But uh, yeah, I think from a leadership perspective, I think you know, I think that they'll be able to to weather that. Who will be their go-to guy this year? Who, who's somebody that can drop? I'll say fifteen to eighteen a game for Michigan. Well, I think you add a guy like Olivier Kamwa to to be that dude for you. Uh, I think that he's capable of that in an expanded role. I like his game. I like his skill set. I think that Doug McDaniel uh, throughout the year showed, you know, flashes of being that guy. Uh, you know, he's a sophomore now. You'd expect him to be a little more consistent, uh, a little more assertive. And then from there, I mean, it's uh, it's kind of tough to say. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like it's a team full of, of guys that would fill really good roles on a lot of good teams in the Big Ten, but – I don't know who that go-to guy is going to be. Um, you know, Namari Burnett is someone who, you know, he, he's a former five-star recruit. He's been banged up in his career, hasn't really been on the court enough to develop. So maybe with good health, he's able to kind of unlock something and be that guy. But right now, you know, uh, gun to my head, I would say Kamwa's the guy. Before I let you go, thoughts on Indiana-Michigan. Uh, it should be an ugly game, should be a game where starters play until it's out of hand and maybe some rest and then then it's a rivalry game uh, with Michigan State the following week and you know Michigan number two in the country number one in CBS's top 133 so uh, expectations for you looking at this Indiana matchup yeah I think first and foremost you know when you see that you're in, in conference play that you're a 34 point favorite uh, that's, I mean, regardless of who you play, that's going to be a tough number to cover. I know I'm saying that coming off games where you beat Nebraska by 38, beat Minnesota by 42, but it looks like the weather is going to be a little bit ugly on Saturday. Looks like some, some cloudiness, some rain, maybe a little bit of wind there. 
I think first, first and foremost, you want to get the win and stay healthy. I think that's chief among uh, the the priorities for Saturday because you know, regardless of what's going on at Michigan State, next week is a rivalry game. It's another trophy game. It's um, again, it doesn't matter what the the opponent looks like right now. That's a game that is on your checklist of of ones that you need to win every year. And so staying healthy for that, especially given that the week that follows is a bye week and then you're into November already, I think that's probably the biggest priority for Saturday. So um, I, I expect an ugly game. I haven't submitted my pick uh, for the website yet, but I would certainly, if you're, if you're someone looking to bet it, I would probably take the under on that one. Anthony Broom, you can follow him 24-7 at thewolverine.com. Clayton Safey, Anthony Ballas, Doug Skeen and Ballas with the Michigan Football Podcast. Anthony and Clayton are always jumping on podcasts. Really good stuff. If you're a University of Michigan sports fan at thewolverine.com. Appreciate the time, my man. Have a great Wednesday evening. Of course. Thank you, guys. All right, Anthony Broom joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, a Lions-Bucks preview for Sunday's game in Tampa here in about 10 minutes. Also, Tim Wheeler, Heads Up Communications, Marketing for the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police, a live in-studio edition of True and Blue. We'll talk about a great event uh, with children, police officers, schools, families. It's coming up soon. Tim Wheeler in studio in less than an hour. 24-7, everything you need is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.